I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. We're here in the chill zone. My name is Scott, here with Ryan. How are you, pal? I'm not normally like this. I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. What's uh what's happening, Hoops? It's true, you're not normally like this. I'm you're not. Very excited about my big fat Greek wedding three now in theaters. We have tickets later, correct? Wait, there's a third? There is. I didn't know there was a second. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> it's the little trilogy that could. Greeks are a filthy, filthy people. <laughs> it's hard to keep up, I guess. Okay. <laughs> what about our huge Greek fan base? And how poorly they're going to respond to this. I'm only worried about the fans in Slovakia. Mm. How are the uh, the heads? We haven't checked in on them in some time. To remind the fans, we have a big pocket of Slovakian listeners. I don't know where they came from, but we appreciate each and every one of you. We popped up on like a top pods in Slovakia <laughs> list a year or so ago. It's pretty sick. I feel like that's some sort of bait and switch where they're like, you are doing great, American success. And then like you give them your credit card number and they're like, we make you more success. And then like you just, your whole life is destroyed and they steal your identity. Yes. So we're in the middle period before we're, it goes south. We're waiting for that any minute now that my SoundCloud information will lead to my social security number being broadcast all across Eastern Europe. And my sound hound information. Mm-hmm. And also we have The Nun 2 in theaters. How does that grab you? Are we seeing that? I remember you seeing The Nun in theaters alone and thinking it was very funny. <laughs> but I've never actually watched it. I remember sitting in the theater, in the empty theater, if memory serves. Crime. At the time, thinking, this is funny that I'm watching The Nun in the theater. And I think my letterbox review was, as far as good things to say about this movie go, I have none. It Spelled was, N-O-N-E. N-U-N. Even like, funnier. Like the movie. He's back. <laughs> and it was a big hit on Letterboxd. The people seem to love this. Which I like forget to use sometimes. I kind of fell off Letterboxd-wise. Let's be frank, folks. Let's get real. <sighs> I... You hate to see it. I gotta be honest with you. I would be okay with not having to think about doing Letterboxd reviews anymore. Mm. I'm open to that being a thing of the past. It used to be like I'd finish a movie and like go right to it. And yes. now I like completely forget until like we're doing the pod and I remember the stuff we watched and it's like I forgot to log that. Um er You ever you know you're a nerd when you're trying to log, for example, we just watched Louis uh Louis J. Gomez's new special that he recorded himself for YouTube on Ga the Gas Digital Network, which it's not a there's no letterbox for it. Doggy. And I'm looking for one because I want that stat. Yeah, the Joe List special, I went to log and it wasn't on there either. They normally have stand-up specials, but I guess it's, it's low-key. You got to like yeah. send them an email to be like, add this, dog. Um, er, and then you get like the, the one with no picture of the icon, just yeah. a blank. Do we want to take the fans down to the trailer corner? We do because the TV is going to time itself out. So that's actually a good timing. 
folks, uh, we got a glimpse at the Bike Riders this week. The Bike Riders. A new movie featuring Tom Hardy doing a fun voice that we can make fun of and mimic, and I'm excited. Do you think we'll be able to understand a single word he says? No. This is how family. As you can tell from (laughs) this voiceover. Yeah, you gotta enunciate, pal. You're one of the greats. Like, you're so handsome and cool, but like, speak up. This looks awesome. I'm already so in. Jodie Comer, she's a cool babe. So we got, uh, what's the Elvis kid's name? Austin Butler? Austin Butler, yeah. This is his first uh, post-Elvis role. Now the Dune 2's been delayed. Him and Tom Hardy look like a pretty cool duo. You think they're related to the Wild Hogs, these bike riders? I had a feeling you may make that joke, and I'm going to say yes. (laughs) Hell yeah. I don't know, like he's wild. Bike riders, baby. I you to take that jacket off. You'd have to kill me to get this jacket off. Honestly, this doesn't not remind me of Wild Hogs. It's putting, giving me similar kind of vibes. It's the same framework. Yeah, like, they just set that bar on fire. That happens at Ray Liotta's bar. John Travolta accidentally blows it up. Oh my god! I think this is a stealth. There's a hard drive in there with all the records of the boys that I took to Epstein's Island on my private jet. I gotta go back in the flames, Sandy. Somebody's like, hey, I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna get those records. They can't help For you. Everyone seems to be forgetting his Al Capone performance two years ago. They they did forget. What's that movie called? Is it Capone? (laughs) Welcome to Marwen. (laughs) Capones! Just think it over, you know. Just think it over. I'm just on a voice. His voices are all absurd. I'm in on all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think that'll be good. That looks pretty I'm good. I'm in. Bike riders. Stop this. When it's revealed that that's uh, stealthily Wild Hogs 2, you'll know that you heard it here first. Wow. And I don't know if you want to watch the trailer, but they released a trailer for Thanksgiving. I watched it. It's bad. Yeah. So no, it's just, I'd rather not. If you're married to it, I can pull it up. But folks, just watch the fake trailer from Grindhouse and imagine that because it's way funnier. And now that they made it a real movie, I think I'm out. Did you know friends of the show Addison Ray Ray and Tim Dillon are both in that, along with Patrick Dempsey? I did. What a cartoonish cast. Pretty star-studded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim Dillon, like, why? Why am I in this? I don't see Tim Dillon having a seamless transition to the screen. Mm. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, if you think that there's something there. I don't know. I haven't seen him act in anything, but he's definitely funny. I wonder how they'll utilize him. I love him. It'll it'll be interesting to see how they use him, yeah. And I know this story captured your imagination. Uh, A flight from Atlanta to Barcelona was forced to land after a passenger diarrheaed all the way through the plane. And they had photos and video of this. It was through like the entire hallway of, shit, shit, shit. of this airplane. Like an impossible amount of... Oh, you have saw the photos. Yeah. Let's and, have a look. Do you have it right there? And videos. I have one. You can't tell a lot, but it's like a good amount of... Oof. In the middle? How do you get that much... Like I've had diarrhea pretty much every day for my adult life. And <laughs> you, you, boy. You, you, the worst case scenario is like a little piece in your pants. Like mm. worst case. I've all, you always make it. What yeah. do they eat is what I want to know. Yeah, this person, like, what a... Can you imagine how embarrassing that would be? Yeah. Everyone on the like... plane hates you, too. I mean, if Mark Wahlberg was on that plane, I don't think it would have gone down that the way that it did. 
There hey. would have been a whole lot of blood in that shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you have an anal fissure. You're going to get blood everywhere. I'm just going to hold this in because I'm a pro. You wipe too hard. You tore a little lining in your anus walls. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is a tiny little incision. Um, That's gross. It was. What kind of flight was it? Southwest? Monty loves Southwest. <laughs> Logs on a plane. Do you think this will get a movie adaptation? Um, if so, it will be directed by Eli Roth and Tim Dillon. Ooh. Package deal? Thanksgiving 2. Shitty plane. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Um, Strays is now streaming. Did you end up watching that? The movie, the fake dog movie? No, it's like $30. Yeah. It's like Homeward Bound, but they're swearing. Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx's dogs. I've heard it's pretty... What do you think it is? It's like funny for five minutes. I, then... Speaking of Letterboxd, I noticed that friend of the show, Brian, went to see Strays. Being friends with him on Letterboxd is great because he sees everything. Mm. And you can catch his little reviews and it's like, oh my God, dude, how did you do that? He's a watcher. <coughs> we got to have, oh have him back on and let him know how he muscles through all these just suffering through I, I am the opposite of that i watch much less i'm like choking on myself sorry kid you all right well weird covers, i'm gonna let the fans know uh woody allen went live on instagram earlier today oh that was a live i thought that was just a post isn't it funny to imagine him being like i'm, I'm going instagram live <laughs> like i'm so hip i'm and gonna trendy. confess to all my crimes <laughs> it was me Next, I'm going to go on TikTok and do the, like, ice cream thing and, like, eat glizzies for, for digital money. I'm so hip. Him saying that he's, like, tired of the business and that he's going to retire. Mm. Yeah, he has a new movie coming out that probably won't see much of a release because he's not, uh, you know, he got pretty intensely canceled for... Uh, what do you think? You think he's innocent? What, of marrying his former daughter? <laughs> I think he's guilty. <laughs> I shut that documentary. It got heavy. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about all the stuff with his other daughter. Oh, yeah. When he, yeah. Was, he was like rubbing yeah. sunscreen or suntan lotion all over her inner thighs and like just on her butt. And like when she was nine years old. Fucked up dude stuff. Yeah. But he's, then he had a nice like 40 year career after that. So thanks a lot, Hollywood. What? And it continues on. He has a new movie <clears> that just <throat> came out. But uh, it's funny. His last two movies, they have like no stars in it because no one wants to... Uh, work with him he went from like being able to get anyone in one of his yeah. movies to like he's like i got gina gershon and like a bunch of unknowns in my new movie her like oh i would love it i would love a gig Terrific. she's like one year on her career away from being a real housewife of beverly hills especially she hasn't already joined the it's cast. shocking that she hasn't yeah that she'd be getting more out of that he did that rainy day in new york movie in what 2018 with timmy chalamet and that was basically like his last hurrah yeah and the next two we made after that were just non-existent yes he made something called rifkin's festival which i haven't <laughs> even seen i used to see like all his movies in the theater rifkin's festival what was the other one we watched the other one. Oh, it stars wallace sean international superstar indubitable or like whatever his <laughs> bit is i'm gonna say it here i got a hot take the princess bride bad movie what do you think um I actually, I haven't seen it since I was like a kid. I can't even remember Same, if I like it. but I'm just trying to rev everybody up. Yeah. That's one of those movies that people push down your throat. Like, oh, you haven't seen the... It's like a Goonies where everyone's yes. just like, that's like my feel-good comfort movie. Perfect it's example. Like, it's like, that's fine. It's 
That's the Goonies was just them exploiting a mentally challenged man who was like living in a cage, yet it's somehow rated G. <laughs> and young Josh Brolin, who looks 55. He does look very old for a kid in that. Yes. And short round. Do we want to get into the big Tarantino news? I would love to. You know, I'm a big... Uh, you're a fan of his films, I believe. I am. As it happens. And this is, as we all know, uh, supposed to be his final film. Friend of the show, Paul Walker Hauser, has <laughs> reportedly been offered the lead role in this movie that's going to be called The Movie Critic. They and do like a, a Bonnie's... Uh, fuck, I, I botched my own joke. <laughs> I, this is what happens when I try to write a joke. I did a joke about B Paul Walter Hauser saying the N-word. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And it landed really good via <laughs> Instagram, but it doesn't translate into real life. Just do it again now, and you can have Sam delete that last part. All right, I'm going to start it over again. So then there's the scene where Paul says the... Uh, perfect, It worked perfect. as an Instagram post. You got this. No, but uh, how do we like this casting? For people who don't know him, he's not really a household name. He was... Uh, to me, he is. The titular character in that Clint Eastwood movie that... It's like a name title. Uh, what is it? Richard Jewell. Wouldn't have had it. He, which was a pretty solid movie about that guy, the security guard who found a bomb in a stadium and everyone thought he did it. Mm. And then like a variety of weird things occurred. He actually ate the bomb. He did. And it exploded inside of his stomach and he was so fat that no one got hurt. Yeah. And uh, he saved the day. Even he didn't get hurt. He just like let out a cartoonish, bomby burp. Right. Like it would happen on Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. It was pretty charming. Hey, get out of here, Joe. And uh, I mean, the new Tarantino movie. Imagine how cool it must be to be like, yeah, uh, this is my last movie. What do you think about starring in it? He's just like, like, well, I hope Jamie Taco doesn't steal all my lines. <laughs> See, you got a better one. Fuck. <laughs> I, uh, I can't imagine how cool that must feel. And I really like Paul. I thought he was awesome. And I, uh, I, Tanya, obviously yes. he's good in that sketch and I think you should leave. Mm. I loved Blackbird, the Apple TV show with Taron Egerton. I, I think he's just, He's he's really fucking good, and it's cool to see him getting like a legit gig. And I've said that he should. I I don't know when I said this, but I said that he should do John Wayne Gacy. Would be fun for me. I don't think you ever said that. Never. But he would kill as that. He's great in oh, like yeah. a gritty I've never thing. Said that. Just being gritty. He, or like he can be funny. Right. He's got a lot of range, and uh, I don't know. I have a reveal while we're in the John Wayne Gacy corner. Hit me. It's a sick one. Ooh. It's embarrassing, really. Okay. Buckle up. I'm buckled. Hit me. Okay. Um, it's two-pronged, really. One second here. Why is this frozen? Okay. Basically, um, I was watching a clip on TikTok of Ballers the other day. Fuck. Not only am I contemplating a Ballers rewatch. Don't even joke about it. I just feel like I need to confess this. I I'm just thinking. got mad. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> I'm thinking about a Ballers rewatch, and I enjoyed Ballers thoroughly in the first time I watched it. I'm thinking about flipping this table over <laughs> and strangling you to death. Don't do this. I know. I'm like going to plead with you, like, please don't do this. The show can't handle a Ballers rewatch. I know. Fuck. Get Joe out of here. I mean, it's probably just because that's why it being on Netflix is a problem. Because you see it, and you're just like, hey, why not? Like, Netflix is spinning it like it's like a brand new exactly. thing, too. Like, oh, here it is. Pop in. They're going to trick people into watching this damn thing, oh, yeah. and I'm sick over it. 
That's a fucked up reveal and... Embarrassed, really. I felt sick to my stomach. I watched some clip of The Rock berating one of the football men. He's mm-hmm. like, bro, you fucking jabroni or whatever Brother- the fuck. And I was in. I was like very in. I love that uh, The Rock and Oprah are like the face of rebuilding Hawaii because of uh, all the wildfires. That was my next thought. And they're raising all this money and making all these commercials it's like hey you're both worth like three bill (laughs) like why don't you just solve it single-handedly well the funny part about all of that too this is the actual breakdown uh they did this video of like we've been worried about the fires brother and um oprah's net worth is two billion dollars over two billion Mm. and the rock has about a quarter of a billion if not like three four hundred fuck so he they made a ten million dollar donation between them so in that context that money would be about 0.05% of The Rock's net worth. And now Monty, do the math. It's it's just like a very small percentage of, I lost the other half. Of course, I'm pasting the wrong shit here. Yeah, like I imagine The Rock, he's just like zipping around Hawaii, like scouting locations for that remake, the live action remake of Moana that they're making for nobody. Is he attached to that as the voice? No, he's attached to do it in, like he did the voice in the animated one. Now they're remaking it in live action with real people with and he's playing the oh. yeah they're doing it just to like keep him busy <laughs> i gotta and, be doing something brother and yeah in between doing that he's probably just like okay let's cut a quick promo for the the people of hawaii here i don't know he's like doing something and i'm just trying to spin into him being an asshole because i think he stinks no he stinks i'm yeah. i'm upset I, uh, I'm ashamed that I'm going, considering ballers, Lucy would never want to watch it with me. So that's a saving grace. Like I'll be able to probably avoid it in that context. Mm. She'd never want to, like if I started watching ballers, she'd be like, what is this? I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Cause she's a smart person. Yes. She knows what to do. She's got her shit together. <laughs> Folks don't watch ballers. Did you see, speaking of shows that should have been canceled, Hulu canceled <laughs> how I met your father. I want to say he's only two seasons in. Honestly, I couldn't believe it got a second season. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing here? No one on earth is watching this. I watched every episode of How I Met Your Mother. It was an enjoyable program. You know, enjoyable enough for like... uh, Backpedaling a little bit. One of the main sitcoms. (laughs) Well, you know, Josh Radner, he's okay. (laughs) Or whatever his name is and pooping back and forth forever or whatever that movie's called. It had Jason Segel. He's funny. He was in like funny movies. Remember his big dick? Uh, uh, It had like that babe from stuff. Uh, (laughs) That was such a backpedal, but... Neil Patrick Harris makes me uncomfortable. He was funny on that show. I have a dream of standing in the audience during the Tonys and yelling out some sort of like homophobic slur. Not because I'm actually homophobic, just to see everyone's reaction. And and the room going dead silent and Neil Patrick Harris getting offended. And it just... Mm. I love gay people. I'm probably gay myself, but I think it would be oh, funny yeah. just to see how upset I could get Neil Patrick Harris is my point. I like it. I'd be like, I thought your work in the Harold and Kumar trilogy was transcendent. Him as like a a cool guy, pussy getter. Mm. Speaking of pussy getters, Britney Spears got a tramp stamp the other day in 2023. So I guess she, Lucy made a funny joke about that. She was like, she's literally emotionally frozen in the year 2004. That's great. (laughs) Yeah. Got me good. Yeah. That's like a home run. The, I wonder... Isn't she like suing her ex-husband? I think she just got divorced and her husband's like making things difficult in some way. I think they had a big prenup. I know that. Mm. And I think she's probably trying not to pay him anything. And 
she's already having custody battles with Kevin Federline over their kids. Like he took the kids and I think he's actually in Hawaii. I don't think they are their house burned or anything, but I don't know. Who knows? Hold on. K-Fed. Yeah. Toss me those kids. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to take them to safety real quick. We're going to, we're going to save the day. I'm going to hold them under my pecs. <laughs> Oprah's here with her minge and <laughs> she's doing something. I'm drowning in my own sick Gary. Remember that episode of South Park? Yeah, that was good. Fuck, my rock turned right into you. Obama. And sliding right into Obama. Hey, Barack, my man! Uh, yep, I'm here too. Even though I'm not president anymore, I thought I would oversee things here in uh, hey, right. White. I brought a bunch of my jeans. All you homeless people can use them as blankets, my man. Uh, Curl right. up. <laughs> I, we're I we're in Maui, but we're born in the USA. Hmm. Uh, Maui is in the USA? Contiguously? Yeah, I, f- I forgot as I was saying that. Or actually, it's a non-contiguous. Hawaii, Hawaii or Obama bo- was born in Maui, was he not? He's a Hawaiian man. That's right. That was his whole claim to fame when they were saying he didn't have a birth certificate and then he produced a Hawaiian birth certificate. I think doing the Obama voice makes me smarter. I just use non-contiguous. <laughs> which I, <didn't laughs> I don't know even... what that means at all. <laughs> I didn't know I knew it. And here we are. Your Obama voice is one of my favorites that you do, and we could use more of it. I feel like it's not great, but it's fun. Nah, it's fun. It doesn't matter if it's like a perfect impression, if it's fun. Mm. And also, Springsteen-wise, Logan and Dennis, legit friends of the show, they Mm. saw him twice in the past like week or two. That's too bad. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you hate the boss? He sucks. He's got cuts. Come on. (laughs) Exactly. That's great stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All the songs are about like New Jersey, which is the worst state in America. <clears throat> Listen, I'm a I'm his a podcast with Barack Obama is the most boring pod I've ever heard in my fucking life. It is fully unlistenable. Uh, what? Are you kidding me? I would like Obama to talk about where all the bodies are buried and all the places that he blew up during his two, his eight years as president. Uh, gotta go. Exactly. Oh fuck! He just rolled out. Do you think he still rips darts? I, I feel like so. he's blasted a dart as we speak. Dart. Did you see that the vi- uh, a picture of one of his daughters smoking a cigarette released the other day, and she's looking a little chubby? Oh, not to body shame, but she had like a like a just a bra, and it was like a very unflattering photograph. The, the mm. whoever took it was probably just like, "This is perfect." Hell yeah! I did not see that. Doesn't one of his daughters like write for Atlanta? I think they get work. Um, I don't know actually. I mean. If any of the Obama daughters want to come on the program, we'll have them. The door's open. Um, did you see that Jeff Daniels has an audio memoir called Alive and Well Enough? This seems like exactly the kind of thing that you would download an entire. Do you agree? I, I, I might hate listening it. I don't even dislike him. I just feel like he's, I feel like he's a pompous ass. I feel like he's his character from the newsroom in real life. Yeah, being like smoking a cigarette unconvincingly yeah. and just yammering endlessly. I want to. I hope he has like a chapter about him doing the diarrhea scene from Dumb and Dumber, and then I might listen to this. Agreed. Sounds kind of dope. He seems like the type of guy who would not recognize that that's the best movie he's ever done, and just be like, "Well, you know, I really wish wish we could discuss the squid and the whale a little deeper." Ooh, that I would be into. Love that movie though. Must mm. say. Also, Jimmy Buffett is dead of skin cancer. Fuck. Jimmy. May he rest in peace. In paradise, if you will. He is one of the few good parts in Jurassic World. He has a brief cameo where he's seen outside of uh, Jimmy Buffett's... What are his restaurants Margaritaville. Yeah. 
He's outside one of those, like, running away from a dinosaur, holding two margaritas. It's fun. That is funny. But yeah, Does he have lines, or is he just walking by? It's just cameo. No Hilarious. lines. Yeah. It's like you barely notice it, unless you're uh, a cameo. I'm a parrot head. Yeah, you're a parrot head. You would catch it. Is this song good? No. You know he's worth, like, almost a billion dollars? Is who it? was before he died of skin cancer. Do we get any of that action now that he's gone? I mean, we used to make fun of him a lot. Did he leave us in his will? He left us uh, <laughs> pieces of his skin riddled with tumors. He should have left the turkey boys some of Parrot Nation or whatever the fuck he's doing. I've been trying to get Lucy to actually plan a vacation to a Margaritaville resort with me for a long time, and she's very out. And then I realized that that meth syndicate kid who sells the t-shirts like bits Jimmy Buffett all the time, and it took the wind right out of my sails. I was like, oh, he's like a doing mm. the Jimmy Buffett thing? Like, I'm not going to... Name. I want my own territory, so I'll have to pick a different funny artist from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> Stay out of my territory. <laughs> what is that, Heisenberg? Yes. <laughs> you approaching like, Mets Syndicate? Yeah, he's Heisenberg, and I'm, I don't know, like, the, who's the guy from like Stinky Better Call Pete Saul? <laughs> or whoever that guy is. Like, hey, Badger Man! Hey, man. Jesse Man! Jesse Man! <laughs> the cops got me, Jesse Man! <laughs> He's in. Then Huel shows up or something. Like, hey, man. Um, I did a Breaking Bad directly into Better Call Saul. I'd say Breaking Bad Rewatch directly into a Better Call Saul watch. No doubt. And Breaking Bad is a better show. Or I'm sorry, uh, Better Call Saul is a better show. Ooh. What do you think? I'm into that take. Big fan of, uh, I rewatched the past or the last couple episodes of Better Call Saul when it hit Netflix recently. I think that show ended very strongly. It did. Enjoyed it very much. Awesome ending. And uh, I bet yeah. a lot of the people at home haven't seen it. And if you haven't seen it, it's it's worth a sit down. I wonder if they're going to do any more of that. They made the Jesse movie, El Camino on Netflix. Mm. Which was also good. I liked it, but I don't find myself ever thinking about it or re wanting to rewatch no. it, which is odd. It's just kind of like forgettable. I, to me, that was meant as as like an accompaniment or an aside. Like yeah. it was like you watch this once; it's not meant to be redigested. That's fair. I remember the time being like this. It's a nice like lost episode of Breaking Bad, kind of. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like a movie, even though it is technically. Well, right. It it felt like an extended episode. Yeah. And it was it was done very, and it felt like a bookend as well. But hmm. I don't know. I I think Vince Gilligan's got more in him. I could see a spinoff. Howard's dead. He was a great character. I would have watched the Howard spinoff. I just that was character. a big spoiler. I apologize for those who haven't. It just happens. pretend I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Danny Masterson's going to prison. How about that, huh? Do you have uh, the That Seventy Show theme queued up? I'd have to. I've done. We've done this before when he when it came <laughs> through, and for whatever reason, it's not the only oh, one okay. you can get is really bad. That's, That's why fine. I didn't even pull it up. I assume you want to like play it. With a, a cheaply replaced lyric or two. They're like, hanging out in yeah. jail. Exactly. It's like shoehorning it in. Yeah, I did that via text and had a little laugh to myself, but, you know, I've I already mean, tried recreating one bit. Sentenced to 30 years in prison. 30 years! 50 years! <laughs> or 30 years! Yeah, exactly. God, God damn it. But 50 years old. That's a lot of years. And it says two, maybe to life. Like, they... <laughs> And even, even if it's just 30 years, that is so many years. He's probably like already deep in his 40s. Yeah, he's 47. 
Yeah, he's he's gone. He's gone. His the, life's the, over. Yeah. These are the best years of your life too. Like when you're in your late forties and you have money and you're married and you're like set. He, he's blowing it. He's gonna be in jail. Like even if he gets out early, like what are they gonna get? Let him out in ten and he's sixty. Fucking a man. He definitely did it though. I don't feel bad for him. Yeah, Fuck him. I mean, it seems rot in prison. You fucking no talent hack. Puff puff uh, puff, puff pass was yeah. awful, and you basically became your character from Face Off. Yeah, that's why. Certain actors, he just seemed like a guy who was probably in the right place at the right time and got into yes. that 70s show. And then from there, just things happened. Like, he's not a good actor. No. He's just like a guy. And he's a Scientology and a creep in a variety of ways. You like to see someone shitty. Well, that's the most insidious thing about the whole story is that these women were also coerced into Scientology and the, the church, and he was higher up in Scientology than they were. He took event. He raped three of them allegedly. Two are the only ones that actually got proven, and all of them were Scientologists. And the church covered it up for years. It's been twenty years plus. Mm. It's been over twenty. It's fucked up. So I imagine he thought he got away with it, kind of yeah. like Cosby, who actually did fucking get away with it, but still. Exactly. He definitely has like the attitude of someone. It's like, like, what are you gonna take me down? I'm Danny Masterson. <laughs> like I'm a fucking legend. So no, you actually eat shit, and why don't you go to jail for 30 years? My favorite part about it was the photo that they released of right before he got into into jail, or I'm sorry, into the courtroom, he had a giant iced coffee in his hand. And in mm. my head, I'm like, that's a Starbucks cold brew, like a 20 ounce. Mm. If I drank a Starbucks cold brew and then had to have a 30-year prison sentence handed <laughs> to me, I would have a fucking heart attack in mm. the pew, or whatever they're called, in the courtroom. Him just unleashing that whole coffee in his pants when they... <laughs> He's the Give new diarrhea plane guy. Yeah. Like, whoops. That coffee would 100% make me shit my brains out. Do you think he had to like leave the court? Like, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i be right back. Yeah. Him like trying to flee the courtroom with diarrhea pants. I doubt these D pants are not for solid loaves. <laughs> oh, him wearing D pants trying to make his escape. Oh, God. But yeah, that's fucked up. And everyone's mad at the rest of the cast of that 70s show for... Evidently, like they signed something yeah, yeah, vouching yeah, for yeah, him yeah, yeah. recently, and Topher Ashton Grace Kutcher wrote a letter. Yeah, Topher Grace was the only one who didn't, uh, who wasn't on this squad. So I don't know. We're getting into like TMZ like area. I don't really know what happened with. I all know the side entirely stuff. too much. It's embarrassing. I read the entire letter from Ashton Kutcher. It was like he's a <laughs> wonderful man. Ashton Kutcher. See, I don't mind him. He's got a couple flicks, but like he, he's got to be a fucking weirdo, right? I get it, like, they're friends, and they probably can't, like, come to grips with the fact that he did something fucked up, but I mean, when some, when it seems that clear. Right. Like, if probably... you raped a woman and you were dead to rights, mm. and it was very obvious that you did it, I would say he will always be my friend, I don't want to comment. Yeah. That would be it. I wouldn't, like, go to bat for you and say you were, like, the greatest guy, like, if I knew you did it. Yeah. Like, because there's no way they don't know that he did it. I wouldn't want you to, but we don't have to worry about and this, because ex- that would never happen. Well, right, and I wouldn't expect the same. Yeah. Indeed. I don't know. Throw me under the bus for all my sins. <laughs> okay, sounds cool. I'm basically impotent at this point, so we're good to go. We don't have to worry about that. Um, Baby. Burning Man flooded, and uh, nobody could get out. It just like it poured rain in Nevada for a few days, and it just flooded out the whole festival, and everybody got stuck, and one person died somehow. Doesn't someone always die? They must. I- that seems to me like a like total nightmare fuel. It's like a dusty, middle of nowhere, cell phone, dead cell phone, just blight on America. 
and everybody's fucked up and drunk and not sleeping and it's loud and you can't take a shower and there's no privacy. It's everything I hate all rolled into one. That's fucked up. So to me, and I don't think that the weather, that's not, I don't think that's a common thing that the weather had taken a turn, but I don't know. It's fucked up. Mm. Did you see that Stephen King played Lou Bega's Mambo Number no. Five so much that his wife threatened him with divorce? <laughs> That's a real headline. Yeah, let's have a look. They make him look like Stephen Hawking. In the I was going to say that doesn't look like Stephen King at all. He's like sitting in an awkward way. But yeah, that, that headline just really captured my imagination. Imagining him like just playing it over and over. His wife like, okay, okay. Like, what are you working on? Like a, a book about a team of people that are vanquishing evil in some sort of a wacky way? I hate all of his adaptations. Not all, but like a large portion. I feel like we were overloaded with Stephen King stuff yes. for a while. And now we're in like a bit of a lull. But it's probably because they're just working on a bunch of them. They got more coming. I'm sure there's more coming. Oh, yeah. there's. It's never going to be over. There's an endless well. He's He probably cranks out seven books a year. We only hear about two of them. It's never over. What else? What else? What else? I got a bunch of shit here. Um, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are divorcing. That's a shame. I thought those two crazy kids were going to make it. Guess not. (laughs) And uh, can I take you to the sports corner? I haven't done that in a bit. I got some fucking dead celebrity's child or something we can joke about. My dick's out. All right, dicks, get them out, man. Welcome to the sports corner where your dick is out. My dick is out. What? All right, Woody Allen, get in here. Hello, I love sports. Hugh Douglas is a football player. His son is dead at 20 what? from a car accident. Jesus, no. And Tom Brady got a job working for Delta Airlines. Tom Brady? I'd love to get him in one of my pictures. He's such a good actor in Ted 2 and uh, 80 for Brady. That's all we got here for sports, but make sure that you stay tuned to Enough the Podcast. Get your dicks out and be back here next week for more sports, more stories, more dicks, and Tom Brady. What? Sports Corner. Should I put my dick away? Put your dick away, Woody. It's small and shriveled and disgusting, and you're (laughs) a freak of nature. Sun Yi said, I have a hog. (laughs) That little dun-dun-dun at the end is the best part. I love it. Also, we lost Steve Howell, lead singer of Smash Mouth. We have to discuss that, don't we? I forgot about that one. People are acting like he was this profound musician. Like he had two goofy songs. One of them, he got lucky and it jumped onto the Shrek soundtrack in 1999 and like has been living off of the residuals ever since. I mean, it's a hell of a cut though. That's All Star, right? Mm-hmm. Because they also had uh, Walking on the Sun. Let's not forget. Exactly. A timeless song that you just remember instantly. Is it Walkin' on the Sun? Yeah. Sure is. Got it. Bam, 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 bam. I, I forgot mean, about Walkin' on the Sun, to be honest. That's definitely, a much funnier reference. They're definitely very biddable, but they have some cuts. Like, this is a cut. This was probably on 18 ank mixes. Oh, yeah, this is a cut. <laughs> that fat piece of shit just drinking himself to death with this in the background. Like, it's still good, guys! Yeah, I remember the last time I heard about him before his passing was like two years ago there was a video of him on twitter going around that it was him on stage like so drunk he couldn't sing the song anymore so, humiliating himself i remember that yeah that's awesome so, good for him good for you liver failure <laughs> folks i mean 
I gotta be honest, this song on a re-listen, not great. It's it's timeless. It's a classic. Um, I don't know if you saw this, <laughs> but wait, I'm oh. burping up a storm. I apologize, folks. Oh, my news thing just crashed here. He's in. Yeah, I'm back in. Fuck it. Chorus is fun. They released a new poster for Saw 10, which really <coughs> caught my eye. Um, it says the 10th chapter cuts through time and shows this like device. Do you think they're in- introducing time travel to the franchise? I sure hope not. I hope they really go crazy with it. And he's like, I, I went through time and now I'm alive again. <laughs> And uh, they'll definitely have him in the movie. Yeah, we've already established that, right? I used the dial of destiny <clears throat> from the last Indiana Jones that nobody but Scott saw. Mm. But yeah, this no, the new movie takes place between Saw Two and Saw Three. It's like a flashback movie where okay, so that's where it takes place. But I hope at the end he's like, and I also have a twin brother. So if he ever like comes back and does all the stuff that I do, it's because of that. Well, played by John Cena. Yes. <laughs> is, I don't is, have a John Cena voice, but we, you know, you get it. I mean, I want the best for this series. I've been looking because I want to get us tickets, and I've been looking, and they haven't gone on sale yet, which is irritating because I would have gotten them already. Tobin Bell's going to set up like a screening just for us. It's going to be dope. Wow. Wow. I remember the episode he did of The Sopranos where he played, I want to say, like the Little League coach or something. Tony Soprano, <laughs> you say that family is the most. He what seems the, you so. Fuck, you fucking got me in this fucking trap. How the fuck am I supposed to fucking get my fucking. <laughs> I love this bit and I have nothing to go along with it. <laughs> I'm supposed to fucking collect envelopes. You got me fucking in this fucking contraption. Tony, my... where are you? Are you in one of those saw traps again? <laughs> Calm, he's got my fucking arms and legs in these fucking gears. Is my wedding ring stolen, Tony? T- I need to know. Tell AJ he's a fucking disgrace. And tell fucking Christopher to fucking... <sighs> I didn't let you out of the trap. <clears throat> I mean, that's a fun cross I feel like I was dead weight there, but I'm doing my best. Um, no, I'm in. Tobin and, uh, Bell seems so out of place in everything. This can. I'm trying to think of how to get Cleaver involved. It'll all. My di- idea is Saw meets Godfather Two. Christopher, you once referenced me in an episode of The Sopranos. I almost bought uh, a Cleaver poster the other day, and I chose against <laughs> it because I only have a little bit of space left down here, and I don't want to waste it on a fu- fictional movie. <laughs> I, I don't wouldn't think that was a waste. Take down a poster for one of these real movies and get Cleaver up there. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I'm going to start doing the ceiling soon. So Into it. Cover every inch so that it feels like the room is half the size. The chill zone. I'm looking at it's the rock chill over down there here. in the corner. He guards Ang's DVD collection in the corner. DVDs. Yes. I collect those still. I might be the only one left. I don't even think Snips buys physical media anymore. Fuck you, buddy. He shouldn't. I shouldn't. Stupid. The Little Mermaid is now streaming on Disney Plus. For free? Yeah. Okay. I might... This seems like something I'd throw on for like 20 minutes, then turn off after I got all mad at Aquafina's voice performance or something. If my nephew weren't very interested in using my Disney Plus, I would absolutely cancel it based on that statement alone. 
I mean, there's nothing good going on there. No. There's the new Star Wars show, Ahsoka, which I would describe as... Uh, that mi- show sucks, right? Middling at best. <laughs> I knew you were going to say middling. <laughs> it's like watching nothing. Like, I watched the first two episodes and was just like, yeah, uh, okay. It's Rosario Dawson and No Names, or is there anybody else big in it? There's uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I must say looks quite babish even as a green alien creature, she still looks great. Mm. Maybe even better as this green alien babe. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, and the rest of people, no one of note. Mm. And not that that's a bad thing. Unknowns can be good. But when you're making just yet another Star Wars show that's like about, like, we have a map to this character that we need to get to. They're all just like the shittily. The folks can't see this at home. I'm scowling. He is, and he should be. I'm just like, I pretended to be a Star Wars guy for a bit, and that was a lot of fun. But mm. And I I didn't even hate the first season of The Mandalorian, and then like they worked in a lot of stuff that I thought was boring, and yeah. I don't know. I, I can't comment because I didn't fully pay attention as much as I could have, but I, ugh, Man- I don't know. Mandalorian first two seasons were pretty solid. I remember that being the case, yeah. Season three, they mailed in to an extent that was like, quite frankly, shocking. Mm. And then they released a bunch more shows and the movies haven't been great. Star Wars is dead. It's been in the obits for some time. Until Apple buys Disney and then they reboot it completely with like even more over the top and over budgeted things and bring in God knows who and all of them are straight to Apple Plus. That does seem wild. Apple's going to buy Disney? It's I don't think so, but it's one of those things that's like a Hollywood reporter rumor. I've seen a lot of articles about it where they're like these 12 ceos think this is happening and right i don't know i'm sure there's reason for it apple it like- buying a24 was last year's top story or whatever one of the stories you hear about in terms of production companies so who the fuck knows but i don't know i myself uh wouldn't i, I don't think it would really change much considering like I do enjoy the Apple Plus, although we tried to watch season three of Physical last night and I literally could not follow what had happened. Mm. It was one of those, like you ever take a year off from a show and then you come back and even with the recap, you're still so lost that you just give up. Yeah. My only recourse was like dig three episodes back into season two and I just told myself I'm not doing this. Eh, who could be bothered? Yeah, if you're questioning it at all, it's over. Yeah. It's like, eh, I'm just done. It feels kind of defeating to abandon a show in the third season. Mm. It almost feels as if you're not going to finish it, you wasted so much time with mm. the other 16 episodes that you watched. I feel like season three is where a lot of shows like hit their stride, where they like figure it yeah. out and like they have their best season, kind of. Or they hit the wall and get canceled. Yeah. That's like the make or break kind of thing. It happens. It's like they said, when I... Uh, when you, I've heard like when you move to a, a new city or something, if you make it past two years, you may become a lifer or, or whatever it is. A lot of people, if you leave before the two year mark. Okay. That sounds like a thing. Um, what else you got? I'm done. That's all my news. That might be the end of my news. Maybe we take a break for a hot minute. I don't see why not. And then when we come back, I, I have a lot of shit on my roster here. We don't normally di- do too big of a deep dive. Hmm into comedy specials but i watched a few of them i watched the new shane gillis special the new todd barry special and the new Luis j gomez special which wasn't great oh yeah doggy wait what and um i forgot about the todd barry one i gotta watch that but i look forward to hearing what you thought of it you'll like it mm. he's a cat guy like us Ooh. it was fun yeah. um did you watch the dive no 
You didn't, What's that? You didn't get it in? That movie I rented on iTunes about the couple, the two women? I did not. All right, I'll breeze through it. Um, okay. Did you watch Beautiful Girls? Not yet. All right. We're, <laughs> we'll be right back on completely different pages. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, team. Welcome well, back. Um, so far on the break, we kind of broke it down. Like, what are we watching? I thought we had a lot on the same plate this week, but I guess we didn't. So the the the, the thing that we both loved, mm. that we can lead off with, I guess, is, is the Shane Gillis special, Beautiful Dogs. Beautiful Doggies. Now on Netflix. Yes, this was great. I thought it was one of the better specials I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was awesome. Were you having LOLs? I had throughout, and I actually wrote mm. a few of them down. Yeah. I don't want to spoil the punchlines. Same. He has a Navy so, SEAL chunk that is very funny. Yes. It's like a five-minute thing about his ex-girlfriend dating a Navy SEAL. Incredible stuff. He had a lot of good Australia stuff, mm. which I saw an article, Australia's mad at him for saying they have no exports. It's like, they're doing nothing over there. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's such a broad statement. Yeah, it's, uh, I loved it. That was a cackle face. Yeah, there's some like Down syndrome bits that are really funny about his uncle, like Republican bits. I, did you realize Bill Burr and Al Madrigal produced this? Because yeah, I, I didn't until the yeah, credits. And that produced made, it. That made me like it even more. Yeah, dead. Uh, it's, it's the Shane guy. You know, he's got a lot of laughs. <laughs> Lovely Nia. Uh, Monday morning podcast. Here we go. Uh, you ever sit in traffic and you know get the guy in front of you? I feel like this voice is almost there. A little practice. I feel like I can say like one thing in his voice, and then when I try to freestyle, the wheels come off. But yeah, it's uh, you know this is like the number one thing on Netflix right now. Oh it's boy, fucking dope. Uh, is it really? Mm. I've what I said with Rion a couple days ago is the frustrating part about Shane Gillis is the fact that he wasted his time and in my opinion lowered himself to try to get on SNL and that that sort of put his career to standstill for two years like he had mm. to go back out on the road folks that don't know Shane Gillis was supposed to be a Saturday Night Live cast member in like 2020 2019 mm. right around when cancel culture was getting hot. Somebody dug up, like when they, they announced he was going to be on the show then somebody dug up an old thing from a podcast da 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 like a barely offensive bit and it just the internet went with it and fucked up his career and it's like he's funnier than everybody on snl for the last decade plus and easily could have just gone straight to being a killer stand-up yeah. and like maybe in a movie or a show here and there and he'd have he'd have had a netflix special two years ago mm. but yeah it's worth it because you know he's clearly figured it all out the special's like a uh, grand slam yeah i would say mike uh he'll sometimes on pods do like the like fucking you know fucking gay bro or like something like he goes into like this frat bro routine yeah. which like he's funnier than that and i think he's way better a joke writer and way more creative than he's allowed himself to be almost it's like he you feel him doubting himself when he shouldn't be mm. and for this special he doesn't do any of that this special is poised and tight and Ooh. and just fucking crisp throughout and every single premise is funny yeah i loved it I think Same. I gave it four out of five just because perfect is hard, but. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't have enjoyed it more. Mm. I would watch again. He's a friend of the show. 
There's just no doubt. Yeah. It's on Netflix called Beautiful Dogs, which is actually a Donald Trump quote. He does a killer Donald Trump impression. I feel like we're not, we're overselling it, but we're not. Like it's that Mm. good of a special. It's probably the best special of the year. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah, there's like a lot of, uh, I was trying to remember another thing about the special to highlight, but Mm. I feel like that's. The, it's it's tough like, reviewing or talking about a special because it's like mm. what I have jokes written down that I thought were funny for like us to discuss, mm. but it would be kind of ridiculous to yeah. That'd be a funny way to review a uh, stand-up special to just ruin every punchline. <laughs> yeah, just hit all the beats. Okay, like, hey, this joke, huh? We're just gonna walk you through this. What if Shane Gillis was on Family Guy? Uh, hey Shane, <laughs> I, I don't think you should have been canceled. Uh, oh Shane, <laughs> I I loved your bits about Asians. <laughs> uh, oh, what the deuce? Shane and Stewie going on like a fun adventure. I like your mustache, Shane. We look gay together. <laughs> I like he has like a conquistador mustache. He has like a a wispy stash with like the soul patch. It's a yeah, cool look. I believe that is there's a Von Drake or a something. I had one for like five minutes and then I was like, this little piece under the lip has gotta go. Like could, this is this is. I couldn't isn't pull it, it off. It kinda works for him and I've seen people do it, but it's the kind of thing I know if I had it, people would be like, He got a I what? I'm gonna throw up there's footage of you with a wispy mustache when's that coming back uh it's been scrubbed from the internet i have that skin thing happening where my skin is it's seboric dermatitis where it gets like inflamed and fucked up if i have too much facial hair or really any at all at this point so Hmm. like i start to grow my beard starts to grow back and it gets all fucked up with dead skin i'm just like i'm just gonna be a no beard guy for a while Hmm. it's easier that's fair not to mention when i grew a beard i'm not saying i started beards but like I started growing a beard, you know, 17 years ago, whatever. And it was awful, patchy. And then I grew a dumb mustache, patchy, gave up for a bit. Why don't you try a goatee? 2014, I was like, I had a goatee for a bit. Yes. 2014, I, I came back with it. What was that? And it uh, <laughs> was that like a pack of like Mountain Dew bites. <laughs> it was. I dropped my pack of Mountain Dew bites. <laughs> the gloves are off. Anyway, and then I, I, you know, beards were like maybe 40, 50% of guys had one. Now it's like a hundred. Like every guy's got a beard. It makes me hate them. It is kind of hacky to have a beard. Right? Just be like, hey, I'm just like a dude on earth over here. You know what's even hackier is being a beard guy where Mm. it's like your whole personality and like the idea of shaving your beard is like a scary concept. And I'm Mm. so, I don't want to be that guy. I don't. Yeah. Not to mention I can't be. It's not an option. My skin is fucked. Beard. someday goatee <laughs> i know i don't i don't have like good connection i always look insane when i try to have a, a proper beard mm. have you ever had like a you just didn't shave for like two months yeah it looked like shit goatee baby i look like fucking patch adams i'd like have to see it i can't remember asshole <laughs> i Was never it to the point where people like scott you gotta you gotta take that down you gotta shave yeah i never have the I feel like no one would ever be like, oh, wow, look at that beard. They'd just be like, wow, that guy needs to shave. Like, he doesn't get that. It's yeah. not all, like, connecting and looking beardish. Interconnectedness in your beard. <laughs> exactly. It's, Dexter, you can't grow a beard. You have to shave. No, Dex. I'm doing Batista stuff from Dexter because he said interconnectedness once. <laughs> hey, Dexter, uh, do you want to come back for New Blood or whatever that spinoff was that no one watched? No. <laughs> Did they do a second season of that? I think that might uh, 
They're probably working on it. I know they, yeah, they went in, they're doing like a prequel Dexter with like a a young kid playing him. It'll be like Young Rock, but he's Jesus a murderer. Jesus Christ. Like Your Honor season six yeah. with Chet Hayes as the lead. The lead. Chet. But Showtime never cancels anything. No, they Except don't. Brotherhood, the only good show they've ever had. Like truly, truly like excellent program. Brotherhood. That and I'm dying up here. They canceled that too. So whoever is running the show over at Showtime, I guess it's Warner Brothers or Paramount. Whoever's running the show over at Showtime is CBS. One, is one sick puppy. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Just based on their content and how long it lasts. I, like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, was I dove back in on Billions Season 6. Oh. And I got to be honest, it's very bad. Yeah. I'm done. I, I don't think I can finish it. This doesn't surprise me to hear. I wanted to get to the Damian Lewis episodes because they do bring him back in Season 7, and I love him, and I thought that might be fun, and like Axe is back, the character. I thought him coming back in would be cool. Couldn't do it. Couldn't get there. The Corey mm. Stoll episodes are a genuine... siege like a slog like you're you're trudging through just mundanity speaking of sloggy sieges i'm still watching john adams are you really with dan yeah dan's loving it huh he's a big fan is he a sicko like cod yeah it's not a bit at all he actually thinks it's not a bit at all enthralling because a lot of quincy history Mm. in that program (laughs) and it's actually pretty good it's just like slow everyone's in wigs it's very silly. It's tough what do you for me like to about it? Get into period pieces or anything really at this station. Are you turning into me where you hate everything you watch? Because I'd be here for that. Not so much, but it's tough out there. I think it's really just like a reflection of myself. Ooh. Like I, I, I hate everything I watch. I, I want to shit on everything everyone likes. Mm. And it's it's like that old fat bastard quote. I'm unhappy. But, or I'm eat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because I eat. Mm. It's like that. It's like this Ouroboros effect of just like, I'm miserable, so I watch a movie, then I hate the movie, then it makes me more miserable. And then yeah. we keep going in circles forever, me eating my own ass. Yeah, like the high fidelity thing. Like, am I miserable because I watch turkeys? Yes. Did I watch turkeys because I'm miserable? The work. I think you've got more. <laughs> <laughs> The day Laura's daddy died. It's fucking vintage. I will suck your nose. (laughs) Uh, For those that haven't seen High Fidelity, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Yeah. John Cusack movie. I was selling Dan on that the other day because he'd never seen it and is a Jack Black fan. I remember seeing that movie in the theater for the first time being like, who is this guy? This is like the funniest guy who's ever lived. Jack Black in that movie is like... Was that like his, his first thing? Was that before Orange County? Yeah. That was his first, like, I'm in a big movie thing. Right. He had done some Tenacious D stuff and, like, was on Mr. Show and, right. like, indie stuff. He's, I, I don't know. I had a running joke where, like, I said I hated Jack Black, kind of like I did with the, like, saying I hate ketchup and mm. and saying I did enjoy the Star Wars mm. movies. I like to just mess with people. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Fucking A. Kid Belch. Um, I, myself really do like him. I think he seems like a good dude. He's really funny in like some off the beaten path stuff like Margot at the wedding. Yes. He's great even when he's not trying to be funny. I think he's good in that King Kong remake. Be Kind Rewind was really good. Yes. Masterpiece. I'm like... What's happening to our hood wise? Yeah. If you haven't seen that, which I guarantee you haven't because it's a very deep track, Michelle Gondry 
sidecar city movie he did also science of sleep and uh eternal sunshine of the spotless mind is yes. where michelle i hate science of sleep but i think eternal sunshine and uh the other one i thought we liked homeless. science of sleep we saw that at loring hall didn't we probably i remember enjoying that no it looks cool at times i think it's like nonsense plot wise mm. Maybe I should give it a rewatch? Of the three of them, if I had to pick one to watch right now, I'd pick Be Kind Rewind, because it's the most fun. Yeah. And I think I, I tell people I hate Eternal Sunshine. I really don't remember what I think about it. That guy kind of like fell off. He did the Green Hornet movie with Seth Rogen. Ah. And that bombed so bad, I think that kind of like derailed his career. But his first couple of movies, they all have a very cool, creative look. And uh, you love to see it, quite frankly. It's funny when that happens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like give this guy, let him make something. He clearly, yeah, knows let him what take he's another doing. fucking swing. Jesus. Yeah. Um. What else did you watch this week? Anything good? Ooh, you yeah. didn't watch Todd Barry yet. No, but tell me about it. Um. There's a new Todd Barry special on YouTube that's pretty funny called Domestic Short Hair. Um. It's on his own YouTube channel, and it's also all things comedy. Uh. It was good. It was fun. I'm a big fan of his. He uh, has a couple Netflix ones. I'm gonna watch this. I meant to. I just forgot about it. He's a cat guy like us. He's got good delivery. He liked my post, which I love. That's dope. He seems like a good dude. Does he have cat bits? He does. He has oh. a whole break at the end where he shows uh, pictures of his cats. and. I'm working on a cat bit about friend of the show, Cheese. What's the bit? You want to ruin it on air? It's not ready yet. It's uh, it's still being workshopped. I say things like it's being workshopped mm. now. He's like, you could fucking like kiss like cats or pussy. And like, I get a lot of pussy, so you could, that's the bit. That's pretty good, fucking guy. Can I fucking, borrow that? You can fucking <laughs> fuck me for it. What? Oh, I have to fuck you for that bit? I guess. <laughs> fucking guy. God, I hate that guy. He's pretty cool. Oh, shit, he just left. He's not as bad as 50s Ank. <laughs> Something about 50s Ank, you know? What about 60s Ank? He's like a hippie or something? A gay man. Or he's like a madman guy? Yeah, 50s Ank, huh? What do, you, what do you want me to do? Bets. I used to work for an ad agency. <laughs> we sold things to Negroes. Oh, was that a, a new endeavor at the time? Well, you know, I was ahead of my time. I was cutting edge. Mm. I jumped the picket lines, as they say. Oh. I was one of those guys who said, hey, turn off that water fountain and stop spraying those guys. Turn down that, that racket. Shut that hose off. He doesn't deserve that. I'm I'm woke. Hmm. I'm a wow. good guy. I don't even know where this bit's headed. It's feels like a like a hose spraying all over a yard, to be honest, if we're talking about hoses. <laughs> just kind of flailing. Just, just this flailing, directionless nightmare that is my life. He's back. What about 90s Ank? What would uh, he be like? Ooh, that's a good question. You start playing like a cranberry song and like listing off cool i'm trying to think uh, of like a good 90s song maybe some pearl jam what's 90s um what's the like 90s? blind melon that's pretty 90s all i can say is hama hama i mean speaking of 90s i watched the new adam sandler netflix vehicle cool man called it's uh, 90s ank I'm actually going to look up the title. Oh, hold on. Let's talk to 90s Ang before we launch into that review. What's up, 90s Ang? No, man. I'm listening, man. I'm vibing. Go ahead. vibing? Okay. Yeah, bro. You That's know? It. It's cool. Cool, the man. The fans can't see this, but Ang has those really chill, like, circular John Lennon glasses on, and his hair is really long all of a sudden. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I stopped showering. And he's smoking a joint of salvia. 
and he's just like, seems chill as fuck. Hey, bro, you want to hit this gravity bong I made out of a bucket? I do, in fact. Thank you, 90s Hank. Yeah, bro, go ahead, man. Uh, but yeah, Bill Clinton. The I watched uh, You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah, uh, a movie Adam Sandler was contractually obligated to make with his huge Netflix deal. Oh, is that that guy from SNL and Billy Madison and... Uh, it is. Uh, Happy Gilmore, the oh, only yes. things I've seen him in. Oh, yes, you only know him from 90s stuff. This is fun. Yeah, man. <laughs> that, He's chill, that guy. Yeah, um... Those SNL bits, Opera Man, you seen that? That's great uh, stuff. You know the lunch lady bit? He's gonna go on to make so many turkeys, but also some really fun uh, pieces of work also. I shouldn't have led with the turkeys. I, I watch Big Daddy every weekend and listening to the longest pee. Showing someone from the 90s all his like 2010s output. <laughs> They're just like... Yeah, can you imagine jumping from Happy Gilmore to like... Don't mess with the Zohan. Just like, huh? <laughs> like, oh my God. Uncut Gems was great, though. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't want, I hate shitting on Stanley. I feel like that's hacky to do. He rules. And yeah. And this one Who I actually rules? thought was legitimately great, especially for a Netflix original starring his daughter in the lead role. They're not bad, huh? She was good. Like, I think. No, no, she, no. I mean, like, I'm winking. Like, oh, in that way, huh? oh. 90s Ank is oh a pedophile. I'm, I'm not doing 90s Ank anymore, so I guess I'm a pedophile. Wait, uh, but it's you in the 90s, so age wise, I think it's okay. We'll make this all right. I'm 10. Sam, do some dazzling editing to make this sound dope. Sam couldn't do anything to make this show sound dope, unfortunately. That's our fault, but <laughs> we're doing our best. Sam yeah. does a really good job on his end, though. But yeah, on paper, this sounds horrible. It's Adam Sandler starring, like, you know, the supporting role in a movie starring his daughter. And the wickedly and talented Adele Dazim as his wife. It, as the Uncut Gems thing comes back. But this was strong. And like, it was a good cheese ball, like teen mm. rom-com type thing. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I watched this, most of it. I think I got to finish it. It's one of those movies that like, you know, you can kind of surmise what's going to happen pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's a tall order when, like, you're the son of someone super famous, or son or daughter of mm. someone super famous, and you're doing what they do. Yes. You need to be really good, or everyone's just like, <clears throat> like, fucking get out of here. You're not as good as... Well, people are, are rooting against you at that point, yeah, because especially with the whole Nepo baby thing happening right yeah. now, people don't want you to be good. I thought she was good. Like, and his other daughter's in it as the, you know, the main girl's sister, which made sense. It was like, like Hame sister stuff. It was like that kind of a, a vibe. I mean, I don't know how old they are. They're so fifteen say, and fourteen, I think. I'm so say not fucking. They're not in that territory in that yet. Yeah, maybe nineties Ank is in, but not not actual Ank and not hoops. Yeah. Um, what's this called again? Delightful. It like worked for me. The thing, the main bit with like her and the friend. There's like uh, some awkwardness. They're fighting over the cool guy. It was like very cheesy and like four teen girls, but I enjoyed it. I thought he could have been handsomer, cooler. He probably could taller, have been a little cooler. More yeah. charismatic, anything. He like was a miscast, I felt. I did think that <clears throat> it's weird all these babes are fighting over this yes. just like dude who's just. Yeah, he he was just a man on earth. It should have been like Jacob E. Lordy trying to pose as an elementary school student. Folks, we wanted the teen male lead in this movie to be hunkier mm. and we're docking it a half star gray sweatpants nice half chub <laughs> yeah 
big I mean, thick rod. Is that too much to ask, folks? At a bat mitzvah. What's this? Yeah. yeah, so this is called You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. That's what yeah. it is. It's on Netflix. As you mentioned, it's part of Sandler's. I think the average that he makes per movie is like 62 mil. <sighs> so much dumb. Which is 60 more than what Bruce Willis's quote is, two mil. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, he's, they've got him locked in. He's got an animated movie coming out where he voices like a fucking hamster or I don't even remember what, something silly. No, thanks. I'm in for it. I'll watch every did second I, of it. I hear you guys talking about two mil? Oh, it's Bruce Willis. How, How you are doing? You? Uh, I've been on the set of James Drake's Detective Night Independence, the <laughs> trilogy capper in the Detective Night series. Oh, everyone's favorite series that they remember and enjoy. Oh, yeah, you're going to love it. It's got everything you need. It was, you know, came out hot right after uh, Don't Mess With the Shicka Dance or whatever that, um, the, the switchgrass. Hopefully it's a reunion with uh, two of my other favorite actors that you frequent uh maybe kevin dillon and chad michael murray we're, we're all on the cover with our names on the wrong guy <laughs> which reminds me of the time i was on set with a friend of the show michael rooker oh. of slither fame slither. on the set of white elephant wow. have you seen white elephant hoops sure haven't oh you're gonna love it i got paid two mil that mail my brain is melting in my skull oh bruce i've lost my marbles to me more come take care of me <laughs> to me his daughter's got a shovel face. <laughs> You're just removing all. <laughs> Wait, let me just, just zip to the end here. Just, just taking it all out. Whatever that is. Ten BD. Is it a is it a, a can of dip? Yeah, I'm a dip. Let's guy. have a look at that. It's my reefer. Uh, oh, a little bit of weed going. Fucking, you know about weed, doggy? Ah, uh, it's been a long time, but I do. Um. What else? I watched In Time from friend of the show, Justin Timberlake, 2011 hit. I mean, the fans have just been like cursing at their podcast player for years, waiting for us to review Andrew Nichols' In mm. Time, starring, uh, yes, as you mentioned, Justin Timberlake. And I believe Amanda Seyfried is the female lead. Do you think Amanda Seyfried is angry that Sydney Sweeney market corrected her out of any potential work? Fuck, ever again that might be true especially a sydney sweeney because sydney sweeney's like six years younger than her or maybe 10 even probably 10 or so so they weren't quite gonna line up on anything but in like 10 years when they're both late 30s early 40s or mid 40s and they, they'd be up for the same shit it's over for amanda mm. seyfried i mean time just marches on mm. at some point probably sooner than we expect there'll be a new sydney sweeney yeah and we'll all be like amanda wow. seyfried got lucky with that uh thanos the elizabeth holmes thing for apple plus or hulu it was hulu Mm. That was actually really good. And then that's like the end of where she worked. She does. Oh, wait. I, I think you're forgetting that she was uh, one of the leads in <laughs> Mank. <laughs> <laughs> she might have gotten an Oscar nomination for her work. In she the... probably did. Yeah, that movie. They nominated that for everything. And it was a total pile of crap. What the fuck? Mank. I hated uh, Mank. I also hated Mank. Several people said they loved it. Like Cod was one. He was like, oh, yeah, Mank was good. It was like, no, you, no, you didn't. That's one of the few times that, like, when you say this person's lying about yes. having liked it, that Cod was definitely lying about liking oh, yeah. Mank. Cod, if you're listening, you are lying about Mank. <laughs> I do believe that you love Diane Keaton, but I don't believe that you love Mank. Yeah. I love Diane Keaton. That's a truth. Mm. That You could play that to a lie detector, and it would just... Well, Diane Keaton's great. Mank is terrible. Mm, I don't not? believe anyone when they say they enjoyed anything ever. That's oh. my stance. 
It's a wild stance. <laughs> I think it might be too too intense. Too intense? Yeah. Just, just by a splash. Um, what else do you watch? I watch a lot of garbage, but there's no room for garbage here on Enough. No, we have nothing but uh, room for garbage. I mean, I didn't watch much. I have some shuts. What'd you shut? That new Netflix show, One Piece. I watched oh, it just God. because it had like a huge budget and everyone was like complaining about it online. I'm like, let's see what this is about. I don't know. It's an anime adaptation. It's like for kids. I don't even know what to make of it. I shouldn't have even brought it up. But... <laughs> One piece. Yeah. One star. <laughs> hey, hey, comedy. Hmm. I mean, what else are you watching? Are we in the reality corner at this point? Uh, I'm burning myself out a little bit because of so much of it, but there really isn't a ton of content otherwise. Like, I'm forcing it. I'm like, let's watch this. Let's watch that. We watched some movie called Don't Tell Mommy or with Naomi Watts. Yes, it is a fun bit, the idea of you watching so much reality. You're like, I need a series. I'm going to go watch Oppenheimer, <laughs> like suddenly. Well, yeah, I'm like, I need something. I feel like it's making me dumber because no I don't read. I don't do anything of culture. Yeah. I pretty much just like lift weights, listen to my clients talk. And then I come home and I listen to Lucy talk for a bit, which is, you know. And then like I'll, we'll put the television on mm. and like she'll half watch and like do work shit or whatever and then like we're both because we're both zapped by the end of the day mm. if i watch like three hours of real housewives i just feel like a fucking moron afterwards and then that we'll shut sense. the tv off and i'll just go on tiktok and watch like an hour of tiktok videos and then fall asleep with like visions of idiocy dancing in my head <laughs> you just have like the most fucked up insane dreams imaginable I had a dream that I that there I had a, not a dream that I wrecked my car, but it was like a in the dream there was a car accident, and then the next day I saw a car accident. Ooh! So I think you could say I have uh, a, a gift. I'm you, shining, everyone. Yeah, you might have the final destination mm. uh, gift or curse, whatever. Let's just the hope hell it a is. log goes straight through my head. Logo. Logo. I mean, is that enough, or you want to? That yeah, like that kind of seems talk like about enough. older boy or something. I mean, if you're feeling it, I don't even have the vocal effect anymore because I realize that my microphone sounds better without it. So no, mm. it's me, young anchor. <laughs> Touch my penis. <laughs> I'm in the sports corner. Me, does this work? <sighs> I mean, me. I'm I'm not hating it. Fans, I need to hear your thoughts on '90s Ank. That was kind of Scott's bit, and I ran with it, and I thought it was a. I thought it was fun as hell. I thought it was a lot of fun. Hey, man. Is this the voice, man? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just... Should uh, I just keep on trucking? Woodstock 94 and, yeah. you know, Nirvana and like Biggie and Tupac are about to get shot, man. The, the Life is Good shirt, the smiley face. Uh, is that the 90s? Yeah, that's yeah. some Forrest Gump. That's probably 90s. Um, Nickelodeon Gak. Um, I'm in the 90s. I'm, I'm lost to time. Do you think that we've destroyed our brains to the point where we can't even come up with enough 90s references for this bit to truly have legs? Yes. Mm. I'm like going to time travel back to the 90s with Jigsaw and Billy the Puppet. I don't think we understood how good the 90s were when we were in them because we were yes. too busy thinking about all the wrong stuff. Yeah. So folks, that's my takeaway for the week is Ooh. whatever moment you're in, embrace it. That's good. Mm. strong advice and i think that's enough right seems like enough and um for those of you at home 
Um, have a great uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> if you could, we'd love it if you what? would. <laughs> I was thinking there was a bit there, but there isn't. What are your plugs? You got plugs. I mean, check us out, Shore Boys Podcast. We've had some fun guests on recently. We're going to have Ank back on soon. Um, follow me at Skip Seasoned on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the program at Enough the Podcast on Instagram and Podcast Enough on Twitter. Oh, wait, X. Sorry, I misspoke. Right, where can the fans find you this week? Uh, Ankner on Instagram, A-N-K-N-E-R. Hmm. Or ANK underscore FIT at Instagram, Ankfit. Or Ankfit.com or Ryan at Ankfit.com for the email. Or uh, just come by the house and give me a hug. No, don't do that. I was just thinking about if if there were ever a home invasion, how I would handle it. Yeah, don't do that. You might uh, face Ank's wrath. Yeah, I'd probably start crying. Yeah, he'll come at you with like garden shears or something dope like that. Just Lorena Bobbitt, someone's penis off. You start sucking it. What? <laughs> you like, oh no, I can't believe I accidentally cut off a turkey head's dick and started sucking it. What have I done? Shove the whole thing into my asshole. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Hey, listen, I'm going to fart out somebody's dick. Yep. And, Monty, uh, it's probably going to be you. I don't know who else it might be. I don't know. His penis is already pretty mangled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he needs that. Monty doesn't need to lose another body part. Let's just say he can keep it on there. <laughs> That's sweet of you. You don't want to yeah, cut you know, Monty's dick thought- off. I'm a thoughtful guy. You know what, Monty? Ank's not going to cut off your dick with uh, garden shears. I wouldn't mind putting it in a like a vice grip of sorts. Like a, mm. like a Charlie M, his dick off. You made me pop your balls out of your fucking... <laughs> <laughs> to protect that miserable piece of shit. You fucking... Uh, I don't remember the rest of it, but for those who haven't seen, it's Casino, folks. Yes. And uh, we're not going to hurt Monty's penis because he's our top listener. So this is probably like his 14th listen hearing this bit, and he's laughing again and again, which is such a nice thing. He's having a laugh. And hey, have a good one. Folks, have a good Thanks for listening. I farted. Why wasn't it on mic? I don't know. I didn't stand up. Next time, get it on mic. Mm.